Welcome to Let's Get to Work, a podcast with stories of hope and inspiration for people experiencing blindness and vision loss, as well as those wanting to support us. Brought to you by the Employment Committee of the American Council of the Blind, a place where we talk about all things employment, from finding jobs, holding jobs, building careers, and challenging stigmas. Each podcast will consist of interviews with two visually impaired people who have chosen to travel down unique career paths. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get to work. Hi, this is Brooke Jossett, committee chair. And this is Peter Altrell from the American Council of the Blinds Employment Committee. I am here with our first guest for our spring podcast. This is Timothy Vernon. And if you can go ahead and introduce yourself to start, we're so glad to have you on. Thank you for Thank being you for, Thank you for inviting me, Brooke. It's a pleasure to be here. I am Timothy Vernon. I am from Massachusetts. I work as a senior customer service representative with Eversource Energy, which is a utility company servicing customers in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and in New Hampshire. And I have been with Eversource for nearly 12 years, and Eversource has been very accommodating and welcoming to me and always willing to accommodate any uh, requests that I have to make their programs accessible to someone who is totally blind. Thank you so much for that introduction. Tim, tell us a little bit about how you decided to pursue a career that landed you at Eversource? I've always been interested in communications and in customer service. When I was in high school during the summers and school vacations, I worked in the reservations department of a large escorted travel company. And while working for Colette Tours, I realized that I enjoyed communications and enjoyed helping the general public to resolve any issues that they were facing. I then pursued a degree in public relations and obtained a bachelor's degree in communications media from Fitchburg State University in 2006. Upon graduating from Fitchburg, one of the requirements was that all students complete a 12-week internship during their final semester. I completed that internship and then was hired on for two years at a uh, local YMCA uh, close to my home where I did marketing work and member relations work for them, again, allowing me to utilize my communications background and my customer service skills. I enjoyed the nonprofit work at the YMCA, but needed an opportunity which would be uh, more full-time and and provide more benefits. Therefore, I continued to look for a job and went on numerous job interviews. As people may or may not be aware, there is a very high unemployment rate among people who are blind, and there are many reasons behind that. However, eventually, I was lucky enough to be hired by Eversource in their call center. This was in May of 2008. As I mentioned, I've been with Eversource now for 12 years. And when I started Eversource, I was 
a customer service representative who only handled moving transactions, which would be calls from people seeking new electrical gas service from Eversource or calls from people canceling their service. After doing that particular job for about a year, I decided that I wanted to expand my horizons with the company and asked to learn to handle billing calls and also to handle emergency calls such as power outages or gas odors. And each of these new skill sets, along with certainly the moving skill set that I had when I started, required Eversource to hire a consultant to write scripts so that the Eversource database could be fully accessible with JAWS. Eversource was more than willing each time I requested to learn a new skill uh, to bring the consultant back in to write more scripts so that I could be on an equal playing field with my sighted coworkers. I remained in the general customer service call center position until 2017 when I was promoted to a senior customer service representative, the position that I am privileged to hold today. In this new role, which I obtained by passing a rigorous written test along with completing an oral presentation, I provide one-on-one guidance to representatives to handle difficult situations, and I also will assist representatives by taking phone calls from customers which the original representative was unable to rectify and then work with those customers to find a solution which hopefully is an amicable solution for both the customer and the company. Thank you so much for that description. Now, it sounds like you had to work pretty hard to get from your initial position to advocating for your accessibility needs all the way to the senior consultant customer service position. Tell me a little bit about how you went about advocating for yourself to get from your initial position to requesting the accessibility to get the software re-looked at and re-changed. How did you go about advocating for yourself? I've always believed that advocacy is crucial to success in any opportunity, be it employment or in your own personal life. And I also think that having an open line of communication between the employee and the employer is vital to success. I advocated by speaking to my supervisor and to call center managers and also with members of our diversity and inclusion team by describing my background, by highlighting the skill set that I had. Certainly, all of our phone calls are recorded, so customer service managers could monitor the calls that I was taking at the beginning from customers who were moving and were able to hear firsthand how I was handling those calls. So, therefore, uh, they were able to feel comfortable uh, in the way I was handling the initial calls that I was trained on to see that I would be a good candidate to handle uh, other types of more difficult calls within the company. So you you drew on your professional skills in communication, it sounds like, and you also drew on the, the way the company was structured 
to make sure that people understood how qualified you actually were. Exactly. I certainly wanted them to be able to see for themselves the skill set that I had and that I was willing to go above and beyond to make sure that I could do the job. If that meant taking information home at night to study or if that meant spending time on my lunch or break to make sure I was fully prepared for the new challenge I was being given, then that was the approach I took. There are some documents which are used pretty extensively, particularly when handling gas emergency calls. There's specific scripts that need to be read to a customer who's reporting a gas order. So I took it upon myself to bring those documents home and transcribe them into Braille because I knew that while JAWS was excellent and is excellent at reading me the database, I felt that having these scripts and other documents that are used on a regular basis in Braille and a three-ring binder that's easily accessible on my desk was much better for me than trying to listen to JAWS reading a script and then reciting it to the customer simultaneously. That makes a lot of sense. It's hard to read out loud while something else is speaking to you in your ear. I know that from experience. (laughs) Yes, it, it can be a little bit tricky. Although one thing I will say is that Eversource purchased me a Plantronics headset that allows me to listen to the customer in one ear and JAWS in the other ear simultaneously. So that certainly has helped to make it a bit easier when trying to talk and listen at the same time without having multiple headsets or trying to use different technologies to make that possible. Sure, sure. That's that's great. And it's great that your company was willing to do that. So you've shared with me a lot of examples of how your company, Eversource, has been flexible with you and open-minded and willing to listen to what your needs were. But you've also mentioned that between the time you graduated and the time you got the job, you had some challenges finding a job. Tell me a little bit about that process and how you kept persevering through it. Perseverance would certainly be a a good way to describe it. It was a very challenging couple of years. It was just about two years from when I graduated from college to when I was hired at Eversource. And I would say I probably went on 75 job interviews, mostly within the customer service or public relations fields. And I heard every excuse in the book as to why a particular company did not feel they could hire someone who was blind at that particular time. I had one recruiter tell me that he couldn't hire me because the call center was on the second floor and he knows that people who are blind can't climb stairs. I had another recruiter who informed me that he couldn't hire me because people who are blind don't know how to use a telephone. When I asked him if I could demonstrate, he said no, because I would probably break it. So um, it's it's challenging. It was frustrating, but it also was a very, uh, no pun intended, eye-opening experience because I was able, hopefully, to help some of these recruiters to understand that although someone is blind, that person still has many excellent attributes and skills, and it's just a matter of giving that person the opportunity to shine uh, that can make 
the employee's life better and can make the employer look uh, in a very positive light. Thank you for that. It sounds like you really had to practice self-restraint when you were told you couldn't climb stairs or use a phone. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It'd be really hard to not to not have a sarcastic response to that, I think. <laughs> yes, it certainly was difficult, but at that point, you're trying to stay as professional as possible because you're still hoping, maybe hoping against hope, that this opportunity might just be that perfect opportunity. Sure, sure. Absolutely. So, Tim, walk me through what a typical day looks like in your, I know you mentioned your job description a little bit and how you're a manager and you manage other customer service representatives. But walk me through a typical day for you, including maybe things in your personal life as well. Certainly. So for the past 14 or 15 months, I've been working remotely because of the coronavirus pandemic. But prior to that, my typical day would involve taking two buses and a train to go from my house to the office. Generally, the commute would be about an hour and a half each way. And uh, once at the office, I handle approximately 75 phone calls, give or take, uh, from uh, representatives who contact the senior representative help desk for assistance with handling difficult situations, with clarification on policies and also from representatives who are transferring customers, many of whom are usually not happy, to me as a senior representative to rectify or listen to their concerns and, and work with them to hopefully rectify the challenge that they're facing. The senior representative job not only allows me to work with representatives in the call center and provide guidance and training to them, but it also affords me the opportunity to interact with many other departments throughout Eversource. Oftentimes, the call center will get calls from customers who might have questions about planned work that's going on, either to upgrade the electric system or to replace a gas main. So as a result, the senior representative contacts the field to find out more information about that work and then relays that information to either the representative or directly to the customer, whatever the situation may be. So the job is a very versatile position in that not only do we get to work with the representatives being the internal customer, but also the external customer, and then also to collaborate with other departments throughout the company. Sounds like a very diverse day that you have different avenues of communicating. You don't do the exact same thing every day. Exactly. Every call is different, which I enjoy because it makes the day interesting and, and it allows me the chance to get to work with numerous people on various issues. Right. Absolutely. And I imagine a lot of the people that you're supporting throughout the day might not even know that you are visually impaired. Is that correct? Yes, it's certainly yeah. true with the external customers. They have no idea that I'm blind. Many of our internal representatives, particularly those who were hired prior to the pandemic, have met me and 
have talked one-on-one with me in the office, so they are certainly familiar. And oftentimes, when we have new hires, I will invite them over to listen to JAWS and see the note-taker and uh, boil information that I have at my desk just to kind of put their mind at ease a little bit and let them know that if they have questions about blindness or if they feel nervous or uncomfortable, that they should feel free to talk to me about that because I don't want someone to feel nervous or be worried that if they use sight words such as seeing or looking Mm -hmm. that they're going to offend me because that certainly is not the case and it's just common terminology that we use every day. Uh, So, yes, it's great because I'm able to do a job and, as you say, the majority of the people I'm speaking with have no idea that I am blind or I'm using any type of adaptations to complete the request that they're sending. It sounds like you have a really open approach to your blindness with your coworkers, that if they have questions, you want them to ask, but certainly you don't make it this primary issue either. Exactly. I think that it's very important to be welcoming to those questions to make sure that everyone feels comfortable. I think that being willing to answer questions or help people gain a better understanding of blindness or visual impairment is crucial to making people feel comfortable. And I think over time, it's helped me to build a rapport with coworkers. And oftentimes, a couple of coworkers and I might go out after work to attend a concert or grab a bite to eat or just visit uh, with each other. So I think that, you know, blindness is certainly there and is noticeable uh, with my white cane and if I might need a little bit of assistance, but it isn't anything that needs to be the predominant uh, issue or factor in a day-to-day conversation. Thank you for that. And so you've mentioned that sometimes you go out with your coworkers, go to concerts, things like that. Tell me a little bit more about your your personal life and your life outside of work. I enjoy singing. I have been in several community choirs and have performed at some community events. I am also part of the Carroll Center for the Blind Recreational Sailing Program. So for the past several summers, we've gone sailing on Boston Harbor. Uh, which I enjoy, and it's great to be out on the water. Uh, I like to walk. I like to swim in the summertime. We often go down to a couple of local beaches and spend time there in the summer. Uh, and as I say, I enjoy getting together with friends and coworkers to attend events or dinner gatherings uh, as well. Very extroverted it seems very outdoorsy kind of person yes absolutely great yeah now are you do you have any regrets with your career are you happy with your career how do you feel about what you do i'm very happy in the customer service field i enjoy helping customers i enjoy looking into unfamiliar situations and trying to get to the bottom of our concern and and get it resolved. Certainly, I 
am still relatively young and not sure that I would want to remain in this current position for another 30 or 40 years. But, uh, and, and so, you know, certainly have been and will continue to explore other opportunities, hopefully within Eversource. I like the company. I like the people I work with and so would love to stay with the company and hope that there continues to be room for growth within the organization. I'm glad to hear that you're happy. You know, you've put in a lot of work to getting where you are and you're happy with the company. Yes, I think it's very important to be happy in your job because if you're doing a job for 40 hours a week, if you were doing it and were not happy, it would be a very long 40 hours every week. Yeah, (laughs) it would. Now, I want you to pretend for a minute that your 18-year-old self is sitting in front of you. And I'd be curious if you could look at him and give him any advice, what advice would you give him? I would encourage you to pursue your dreams and to not let a disability such as blindness or any other disability for that matter interfere with attaining the goals that you set for yourself. I would also encourage networking and meeting people who might be in a career field that you think you might be interested in. By having those mentors and by being able to contact someone or do a job shadow with someone, those are all crucial to success. I know that I had a couple of friends who are a bit older than I am who had worked in customer service and had been able to share with me some of the tricks and tips that they used every day, such as the having the Plantronics headset and having those ideas and, and having the knowledge to be able to reach out to them for other suggestions or advice was very important as I transitioned through college and into the employment world. Networking is really important, and especially right now during the pandemic, I know people have felt really isolated from each other. How have you navigated times since COVID started and since you started working from home? Eversource uses Microsoft Teams to have meetings and to communicate through chatting. So we have a Teams chat for all of us senior representatives so we can stay in touch with each other that way. I agree with you that working from home has definitely felt isolating and it is not something that I would want to do forever. I am hopeful that if virus numbers continue to decrease and the vaccines continue to be rolled out that we may be able to return to the office at least on a part-time basis by late summer or fall. And I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's been very difficult to be home. And certainly, although we can network through Teams, I don't think networking through a chat is quite the same as being able to stand up and ask a question to somebody next to you or chat with somebody when you're walking down the hallway to get a glass of water. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a really hard time for networking in a lot of ways, but it sounds like you're pushing forward to be able to increase your time in person. Yes, so, absolutely. 
Tim, in the last couple of minutes we have, I want to bring forth a few things you've told me that have just really stuck out to me and have you kind of explain to our audience how you push through. So you've mentioned, you know, two bus rides and a train ride. You've mentioned 75 interviews, things like this, things where you've had to spend time on your own learning a skill um, that isn't part of company time that you're not getting paid for, things like this. How do you persist? And what advice would you give someone who's discouraged and not wanting to persist? I would encourage you to do your best to continue to smile and look for the positives, even in the most difficult situations. I would also encourage you to reach out, reach out to your network, reach out to family or a close friend, let them know how you're feeling, let them know what issue might be bothering you. And then take their advice and and let them help you to overcome that fear or that challenge so that you can have success. As we know, success is possible and will come, but it does take and can take many hours or many days or many months of persistence and dedication, but trying to keep that smile on your face or that smile in your voice and that positive attitude is crucial to making the goals that you set for yourself realities. Thank you so much, Tim. I've really appreciated this conversation. And if I ever come to the East Coast, I will find you. (laughs) And I appreciate that you've taken the time with us. My pleasure, Brooke, and it would be wonderful to meet in person and look forward to staying in touch. Thank you for having me. Thank you. One thing that I, I've, been, I've been dying to ask you um, since <laughs> mid part of the interview is the following. So you had many terrible interviews with people not understanding what blind people can do. And then you had your interview with your current employer. When did you know things were different? I knew as soon as I walked in the door to the interview They were very welcoming. They were very relaxed about blindness. The one difference between Eversource's interview and and many of the others is that on a lot of the other interviews, I had not disclosed that I was blind until I arrived. With Eversource, they have a pre-screening test that all customer service applicants have to take. And so when I had found out about this pre-screening test, they had mentioned it during the phone interview. And so at that point, I mentioned to them that we would need to discuss the test a little bit because I was blind. And so certainly they had a little bit of a time to prepare for that. And they decided to have me do the test by writing out a couple of essays or paragraphs on different questions that they sent me. And so I had prepared those in a Microsoft Word document and brought them into the interview. Uh, So that was how they handled my test so that they didn't have to attempt to make that accessible in a very short period of time. And so I could move along in the interview process so that I could be hired at the same time as my coworkers. But 
they were very welcoming. They were happy to accommodate, and it never seemed to phase them that I was blind and might need some special accommodations. It was just, this is what will be needed, and let's make it happen. Thank you. That's incredibly helpful. I appreciate that answer. You've been listening to Let's Get to Work, a podcast from the Employment Committee at the American Council of the Blind. Have questions, episode ideas, or feedback? Feel free to email Brooke Jostet, the committee chair, at B-R-O-O-K-E underscore J-O-S-T-A-D at Comcast.net. Until next time, work it.